Good Risings. I'm Jackie. And I'm Brian. And this is Grateful Grains. Welcome back. We are spending the week discussing five thieves of our peace, five ways human beings tend to suffer internally, and we're talking about why and how we let it go. Yesterday, we talked about personal judgments. Today, we're looking at the other side of that same token, which is people-pleasing. Now, on the surface, if you're a people-pleaser, you may feel like an outright good Samaritan. You may look at the fact that you're willing to go above and beyond for everyone in your life. You may even identify with a role of servitude in your day-to-day life. But people-pleasing never ends well. People-pleasers tend to be conflict-averse. They have difficulty saying no. They're quick to take the blame. They have trouble being true to themselves and their beliefs. Internally, they often feel stressed, overwhelmed, and underappreciated, and that tends to manifest as passive aggressiveness and resentment toward the people they're trying to please. Resentment because other people may be engaging in the relationship on a perfectly healthy level. It's just never gonna match your level of effort, your level of engagement. You can't win. And when you begin to consider making a change, those fears begin to set in. If you disagree, will people be upset with you? If you stop showing up in the same way, will they think you don't care anymore? Will saying no mean your relationship might end? But the negative outweighs the positive across the board here. People pleasers are denying others the opportunity to help give and love in an equitable way. The overactive service of the other creates an unspoken debt people pleasers tend to hold over the heads of the other party. And lastly, these kinds of relationships are built on dishonesty. People aren't really getting to know the real you. They're seeing the mask you wear, the yes person, the overachiever. They know the person who agrees with everything they say because a different opinion might cause rift. Just like everything else we're discussing this week, people-pleasing is an automated response, something ingrained in us. And just like everything else we're discussing this week, the first answer is recognizing the need for change and meeting it with awareness. It may sound strange, but first and foremost, we have to bring awareness to the fact that we have a choice. Often people-pleasers will be so accustomed to saying yes, they'll forget to engage in the period of time when most people consider whether they want to or don't want to. Take the time you need in order to decide if you want to go, if you want to do that thing, if you want to see that person, if you want to eat that food. Set boundaries. Boundaries are an outward expression of self-love. Know your limits. Know when you're stretched too thin. Know when you need time for yourself. And become perfectly comfortable saying no because you want to do nothing more than sit in a bathtub and drink a glass of wine. That brings us to the next suggestion. People-pleasers tend to neglect self-care. So, start a self-care routine, set aside you time, indulge in what brings you joy, and put time into your well-being. Exercise, plan meals, and cook for yourself. And don't apologize. Beyond that, learn to sit with the discomfort of saying no for a while. Mantras will be helpful here. Little reminders posted around your home to remind yourself that you're allowed to say no, or remind yourself that you don't have to say yes to anyone. You are the protector of your time and energy. Your life is yours to live and yours to choose. It's going to take time for you to detach from the cycle of people-pleasing and resentment. Rest assured, some relationships will change, maybe even fall away. Sometimes people who fall away are the ones who are benefiting most from your people-pleasing, and that's a one-sided relationship. People sometimes have trouble with change, especially as new boundaries are being drawn, even when the boundaries are entirely healthy. Knowing that freeing yourself up of the people-pleasing grind may lose you a half-hearted friend or two, and being comfortable with that will free up your anxiety going in. Invest where you feel inclined. 
Give when you have it in you to give. Be yourself fully. And in the end, you'll find the relationships you've maintained are more genuine and fulfilling than they've ever been. Remember, being needed helps create a sense of safety, a feeling of being accepted. It's the root of why people pleasers bend over backwards to please. But at the end of the day, our relationships need to be 50-50. It's okay to be there for people, but it's just as important for them to be there for us. Learn to define the health of your relationships by their level of reciprocity. You are deserving of love, respect, and time. Now you've got to give other people the opportunity to give it back. Remember, we love hearing from you. We welcome you to comment or message us through the Good Risings Instagram page at Good Risings. You can find me at Jacqueline M. Wood underscore one. And you can find me at B. McMuffin. Thanks for listening to Grateful Grains. If you're enjoying Good Risings, show us some love with a good review. We'll see you again tomorrow for day four of our week on Letting It Go. Until then, remember, a better tomorrow starts with today. Good Risings is presented by Cavalry Audio.